Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is changing the way that Chicago connects with programming like Giving Chicago Ex-Offenders a Fresh Start with Charles Hardwick and Antoine Day coming up Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be sure to tune in on Monday nights at 7 p.m. for Chicago Street Journal, an urban news broadcast with host Ron Carter, publisher and editor of Chicago's newest media voice. Interested in sponsoring an upcoming show or joining our team? Give us a call at 773-609-2226, 773-609-2226. For more information, visit Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. This is Sonia Cassandra Purdue, Executive Producer. Do you have student debt? We offer neither debt refinancing nor consolidation. What we offer is student debt obliteration. How? Freelancing your way out of debt. Become a freelancer on our site, mohican.biz. Only those owing student debt and residing in the U.S. can register. Any company or individual can post jobs on the site. Furthermore, mohican.biz strives to bring those individuals still carrying student loan debt together with those institutions who educated them, as well as those who provided the financing to make their education possible. Thus, we will promote our registered freelancers with banks, universities, and many other organizations, including the federal government. The idea is for these institutions to outsource work by posting jobs at mohican.biz, to which our registered freelancers would then apply. Please visit mohican.biz for more information. That's mohican.biz. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Welcome. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you, for Wednesday, March 18th, 2015. This broadcast is designed to service the African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. Today's segment is called CBBN Business Journals. CBBN Business Journals will feature interviews with business owners and other innovators from around the world. All of our shows and our entire network have, from the beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory and spirit of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. We simply ask that you take a few moments to think back on the greatness in this man and his contributions to the city of Chicago. How do you remember Harold Washington? I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, author of Black America, Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, now available on Amazon.com, and you can get your autographed copy of The Tough Questions at AskingOurselvesTheToughQuestions.info. I need to shorten it, don't I? I am also a producer for this series and founder of Chicago's Black Business Network since 2008. 
Chicago's Black Business Network is a social media management and training organization, and we are changing the way that Chicago connects. Visit us at Chicago's, that's Chicago with an S, Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and be a part of all that we do. We look forward to connecting with you. We're excited to be back on the air. We're excited to have today's guest with us. Joining us will be Ms. J. Tony Oliver, the 12th president, national president of the National Association of Black Social Workers, and Mr. Walter Raleigh Higgs, the third office of student affairs president. And you can learn more about their association at nabsw.org. And I looked, I looked at their mission statement. It's a quite strong mission statement, and we want to talk a little bit about that, what they actually do, and how we as black Americans can contribute to that effort. So we're looking, we're looking forward to this interview. Uh, let's welcome both of you to the show. Good morning. How are you, Ms. Oliver? How are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Mr. Higgs, how are you this morning? I am doing well, Sister Purdue, and it's an honor to be on your show this um, afternoon. Great, great. Ah, oh, because it's afternoon. Where are you? Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Boston, Massachusetts right now. Okay, and right now great, I'm in Washington, D.C. Great, great. Well, it's great uh, to have you here, and we always say that we're a Chicago-based organization with a global outreach, and I guess we're proving that today. Ms. Oliver, uh, let's start with you. And the first thing that we always do, just briefly, we want our guests to know the person behind the position, the person behind the organization. So tell us a little bit about who you were before you became the 12th president of this organization. Well, actually, in relationship to the organization, I've been a member since uh, for at least 30 years. I started out uh, as a member mm-hmm. when I was a student uh, and was really um, connected to the organization through the work that I was doing uh, in my master's program, master, uh, getting my uh, master's in social work. And I was introduced by one of the um, professors to the organization and its conferences, and I was hooked at that point. And so I've been a member, I've been uh, a committee chair, I've worked on a number of national initiatives. Uh, in the previous four years, I was vice president of the organization, and then in July of last year, I was installed as the president. Wonderful. So you know it from the inside out, from the bottom up. That's wonderful. Then tell us, what is NABSW, and how did it get started? Okay, the National Association of Black Social Workers is a 47-year-old organization, and the way it has a very interesting beginning. Probably not uh, a lot different than many of our traditional uh, black organizations that got its start during the civil rights movement. But 47 years ago, there were a number of black social workers who were attending a national social work conference, and they were very troubled by the fact that the issues that were being presented and the perspectives that were being presented were not addressing what they perceived to be the needs in our community or the inequities in our community. And they uh, took a stand and they actually walked out. They went across the street. It was in uh, California, in the Bay Area. They went across the street to Glide Memorial Church and met. And 
actually begin to talk about what would a black association of black social workers organization look like and begin to develop it at that at that moment. And several of the people who walked out who are founders of the organization are still alive and still members of our organization, and we still look to them for guidance, particularly as we um, reach back to see whether or not to make sure that we're continuing to stay the course in terms of their original vision of what this organization was at that time. And since that time, the organization has been very instrumental in uh, moving the black social work movement forward in being um, a place where black social workers can uh, develop professionally as well as spiritually and emotionally uh, and connect to those things that are necessary for us to uh, remain focused on what it is that we need to do to uh, attempt to defeat discrimination and racism. Your organization seems, uh, looking at the mission statement, seems to be focused on our ancestry. Why is that a part of your mission statement, and why is that important to you as social workers? Well, if you, uh, I think a lot of people are familiar with Marcus Garvey's statement that a, a people without connection and knowledge of their history and culture is like a tree without roots. And so if you don't have a place to be grounded and a foundation that says who you are and what your experiences have been historically, then you're pretty much floundering around and you can be guided and changed and shaped by anything that comes along. So we believe that first you have to be grounded in your history and culture and be comfortable in, in your connections to Africa and what that means from a strength base. And from that point, then you have a direction and a purpose that carries you about what is right and what is just and how we should interact with each other and our community and the larger society. But that that must be done first before we can do anything else. It's like, you know, the the uh, being on the plane, when they tell you to put the mask on yourself first before you help anybody else. As social workers, you really can't effectively help somebody else until you've healed yourself. And so a part of that connection to our past is our ability and our intention to become and to stay healthy and grounded. And so this being part of your mission statement and being something that's very important to you, I think that most of us, Ms. Oliver, when we think about the word social workers, I've never worked in that field before, we think about case managers, we think about uh, public aid, social mm-hmm. workers. Tell us, define a social worker for us according to what your organization thinks it is. Okay, so it's exactly what you think of. We are people who are in the communities working in a variety of service settings where people have social service needs. So it could be a case manager in child welfare. It could be a case manager in um, the health professions. It could be a case manager in mental health. It could be a case manager that's working with community-based programs. It could be a case manager who's working for education uh, around health issues and health disparities. It could be a case worker who's in the schools. Where uh, Social workers are providing supportive services to families, children, and communities in a, in a variety of areas. Okay. Now, 
speaking of the black social worker uh, specifically, because we have different issues that we need to deal with and different concerns um, as a people than other races would have. If indeed they were coming from the standpoint of being grounded in their cultural and social knowledge, do you think that makes a difference that those, I'm sure that your organization is, is up front in training and moving that mentality through, but, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't find in my experiences and associations with, I'm not going to say the majority of them, with many social workers, that they, I feel and see that groundedness or that type of knowledge. Because for me, and I'm just saying me, that if you were grounded in that way, it would show in the way that you care for your client base and treat the people around you. Can you help me with that a little bit? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I see the same thing, and I think that it's not just with social workers. I think it's a challenge for uh, people of African ancestry in general. And so what you see and what we see in terms of our relationship to each other is from, from our organizational perspective is due to the fact that we don't value ourselves and we don't value our history. And if we don't value ourselves and our history, how can we value the people that look like us? So we're an organization that's attempting to uh, continue to keep that discussion on the table. And and I'll say that we have, you know, 1,500, 1,700 members across the country and 75 chapters that are very much focused on identifying where we are the problems and where institutions are the problems and being able to divide the two. Now, what happens is that a number of people will say, well, I understand where the institution is the problem, but I also understand that it's this institution that's paying my bills. And so then they get they may get co-opted into, I can't change this system, so I'm going to have to go along. And I think that's when you begin to see what it is that you laid out as your observation of the field. What I'm hopeful of and the work that we're doing is that we will be able to change that in a number of ways. One is that we will have people who are more conscious about their role and their ability and their strength to change. And two, that we will be able to hold agencies accountable for the services that they provide in our community. Now, both of those are huge charges, but that doesn't mean that we're not working towards um, that end. We're, uh, this is Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. This segment is CBBN Business Journals. You're listening to Ms. J. Tony Oliver, the 12th National President of the National Association of Black Social Workers. And, Mr. Higgs, we haven't forgotten you. We're going to bring you back on. And I, okay, I, I'm you. grateful to hear, <laughs> I'm grateful to hear <laughs> the words that you use, Ms. Oliver. We are attempting, and I am hopeful, and that you are keeping the subject on the table because that's what needs to be done first. And we need to keep pushing towards that. Uh, and I also, um, like, this is why I love this show. I just love doing these segments, and I should start by doing them more because I am have been so gifted and so blessed to talk to so many people and, and, and learn so much, and, I, and that's what I want to do. I want to share it. And I, I'm very thankful also to hear that you're going to keep pushing for it because we do need to keep hearing it over and over again. And that you said it is not only social workers 
It is our general population that we need to be conscious, 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 reminded, reminded, reminded again that these things are important. Because in our everyday life, Ms. Oliver, you know that we are not. Is that correct? We are not. And this is the thing. One of the things that's exciting about having this conversation with you and your organization around black entrepreneurship is that in that area, we are conscious of how the choices that we make, sometimes unconscious and sometimes very conscious, the choices that we make about where we spend our dollars says everything about how we feel about ourselves. So when we don't have certain things in our communities or services or businesses or whatever, it's not because somebody took them away from us. It's because we didn't support them and we didn't develop them. So one of the areas of focus uh, during my administration, I'm, again, hopeful, and I've laid it out as a beginning, is that as an organization we become much more planful and conscious about how we spend money and that we take an extra effort to put money back into our community to build where we are, to support our businesses, to develop black social institutions, and to to stand in our glory rather than taking everything that we get to support other communities and other entities that oftentimes don't put anything back into our community and don't value us either. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what we're going to do, uh, Walter, is we're going to go to a break, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about your position as the office, uh, president of the Office of Student Affairs. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. This segment is CBBN Business Journal. We're going to go to a break because, obviously, half an hour is never going to be <laughs> long enough for what we need to talk to these two people about. Uh, I can't even get to the meat of all the things that I want to talk to them about and what it is that they're, what they're doing and their mission and all the aspects of what they're doing. Plus, they have a national conference coming up, and I want Walter to go into that with us. And uh, Sonia Cassandra Purdue is the producer of Chicago's Black Business Network, and we're just going to take a short, short break, and we'll be right back. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization designed to express the collective interests of the black world's community. Join us at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday for What Books Sound Like on Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. We're always looking to give gifts that are meaningful. Well, here's a unique and truly personal gift idea. A handwritten journal from your mom or dad or even your sister. Or a book of personal thoughts from grandma or grandpa, written especially for their grandkids. Visit www.betweenmeandyoubooks.com. That's betweenmeandyoubooks.com. Between Me and You journals become handwritten keepsakes to be cherished forever. Order at betweenmeandyoubooks.com. Have you been injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or dog bite incident? Has a loved one been injured or killed as a result of birthing negligence, nursing home neglect, or a work accident? Legal-Chicago.com helps Chicagoans find the right lawyer for free. Our work is making clients whole after they've been wronged by the negligence of others. Our work is connecting Chicagoans with the right lawyer for their case. Legal-Chicago.com's mission is to put cash into clients' hands. Legal, 
the hyphen symbol chicago.com. Visit legal-chicago.com for a free consultation and membership to our network of attorneys. Are you tired of waking up to sleep lines on your face and cleavage wrinkles on your chest? You know, those unnecessary creases that are carved into your skin after hours of sleeping on your side or belly. Introducing the Beauty Keeper Back Sleeper, the only pillow designed to actually train you to start sleeping on your back and stay there comfortably throughout the night. Imagine you could wake up to a fresh, line-free face and chest every morning. We promise you'll see results or your money back. The Beauty Keeper Back Sleeper Pillow. Get yours today at www.mybacksleeper.com. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. I want to thank you for listening and welcome back to the show. If you'd like to sponsor one of our shows, give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226. Our guest today is Ms. Tony Oliver, the 12th National President of the National Association of Black Social Workers, and Mr. Walter Riley Higgs, the third Office of Student Affairs President. And we've had some great conversations so far, and we're going to look forward to having them back with us again. Welcome back to the show, both of you. Now, Mr. Higgs, we're going to go back to you now. Tell us how you became part of this organization uh, and what led up to you being president of the Office of Student Affairs? Yes, thank you so much again for this opportunity to speak about the Office of Student Affairs for the National Association for Black Social Workers. Um, I began my journey um, as a member of this organization at my current institution right now three years ago. And I knew that it was something and an organization that I needed to be linked to in order to be matured um, as um, a black social worker. And so I began my sojourn um, here at my institution, Simmons College, here in Boston, Massachusetts. And um, I, I became a member in 2012. And so I attended the conference last year in Indianapolis, Indiana, and where I heard um, and got a chance to learn a little bit deeply about um, NABSW um, and even more specifically the Office of Student Affairs. Now, I have to tell you, um, my, my mindset was, you know, to just go and observe because it was my first time there. Um, but there's something about being in the space where other black social workers and other black leaders and feeling the ancestral spirits of of those that have gone before that somehow, I don't know, I decided to enter my name to be, you know, the next president for the Office of Student Affairs, and um, thus I'm here now <laughs> speaking. So it was such a moving experience, and um, to be there um, with those that were more knowledgeable and have all these varying experiences from all of these, you know, varying worlds um, that is undergirded by the world of social work. And I'm just so blessed and honored to to, to just have been a part of it and, and will continue to be a part of this this rich legacy. Wonderful, wonderful. Tell us about your national conference that's coming up. Yes, so our national conference, and I also would like to also yield um, to my to my president on the line to also aid me 
um, with uh, with the announcement of of this conference. Um, I can um, definitely share with you that our conference will be taking place um, uh, March 31st through April the 4th. Um, of 2015, and it's going to be located um, at the Hyatt Regency Hotel um, in in Rosemont, which is a little north of of Chicago. Um, But our theme um, this year is treasuring our ancestral um, wisdom, um, um, bridging um, generation and building legacies. Um, For the portion of the Office of Student Affairs, um, we our particular theme parallels our national theme, which is called ordering our steps to the mantle um, of Nia. Um, we, as um, Black social work students across the country, and even the officers of the Office of Student Affairs, we are very convicted in knowing that we have been bestowed a legacy upon us, and it is our job and our duty as emerging Black social workers and Black social work leaders to carry on the mantle that has been laid and has been established for us, Um, so many great people that have come before us. And it's our purpose and it's our job to make sure that we carry that legacy. And so with that being said, us understanding and knowing that there is a mantle that we have to pick up, it is also very important that we learn the tools, the basic tools, that is deemed necessary in order for us to carry that mantle effectively. And so OSA um, will be having um, some symposiums where we'll be getting back to the basics. Now, on the national level, there are different workshops that will be going on and um, definitely big speakers that will be coming to um, talk with us. Um, Dr. Jeremiah Wright is one of the speakers. Um, Dr. Ava Carruthers is another speaker. Um, Dr. Um, Oliver, if you can share the name of the other um, person, um, the name slips me right now. Uh, but but these speakers will be coming um, to um, empower us and to encourage us to forward the, the, the clarion call, if you will, of our work um, in our black community. So one of the other speakers that I think uh, Walter may be referring to is our luncheon speaker, who is Bishop Martin from Possum Track, Texas. And I'll tell you, it's really interesting because we identify people who have messages that um, help us to get reconnected to our strength and what we can do and, and hopefully just kind of shake us up into reality and put us on the right path of what it is that we need to be doing. And Bishop Martin in Possum Trot, which is a very, very small town in Texas, has, um, in that community, they have adopted, there are families who have adopted over 30 children. And there's another community in Texas that has adopted over 70 children. And what is remarkable about it is that they aren't what you would consider to be, well, I would consider them, but in in traditional society, I guess, they would not be considered to be your traditional adoptive parents in that they are all black, they have adopted children who were in foster care, they range in age up to teenagers, they're in sibling groups with two and three and four children, and the families themselves are of uh, modest means. And so 
you know, when you look at stories like this and what, what we can do, it gives you not only hope, but it gives you proof that the kinds of things that are put up in the way of us being able to take care of our own are really artificial and it's somebody else's story. Our story is one of taking care of our own and being able to do the kinds of things that, that typically agencies will say cannot be done under certain circumstances. So we're really looking forward to our speakers and all of the people who will be coming giving workshops, talking about the kinds of programs that are operating across the country that are really making the kind of difference that we want to hold up as models for others uh, and, and the behaviors and the attitudes that need to be in place for black social workers in order to get that kind of stuff done. And the last thing I want to say is that we want to have as many black businesses at our conference as possible because we have a, a an elaborate exhibit area. We push uh, buying black, and we have our exhibitors in the exhibit area, and we support them wholeheartedly throughout that week. So hopefully we can get a lot of uh, Chicago exhibitors to come and join us at the conference so we can spend our money with them. Yes. And um, this is great. This is great. And Sister um, Sister Purdue, um, I just wanted to kind of backtrack just one moment and to just to say that the Office of Student Affairs is a is a student-led or student-guided um, portion of the National Association for Black Social Workers, where we're the, we're um, we're a subset of the organization, a major subset. I like to call it as and think of us as the lifeline to um, NABSW, and that we create and and we maintain student relation chapter um, student okay, relationships so I'm through not student sure what chapters. Happened. Is Ms. Purdue still there? Yes, I am. I did have some technical difficulties, but I came back Walter, um, about three minutes ago. I'm listening to you now. I want to thank everybody for staying oh, with us happened. through our technical difficulties. And you and you moving right into that. Thing I want to know. It is good to hear that you are supporting and uh, what you do is applicable to uh, entrepreneurs as well. I think that's a wonderful yes. thing. And I think you chose a wonderful city <laughs> to have your convention in. Have you had your convention here before? Oh, it was so many years in ago. Chicago? You know what? Yeah. Yes, and I can't remember how how long ago it was, but actually Ron Dellum spoke here in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday at a program, and he said that he was our first speaker at our Chicago conference about 30 years ago. Ah, ah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're, uh, we're actually out of time, and I do appreciate both of you being here. Uh, Ms. Oliver, if you have you know, like some final remarks. I'd really like to hear it and how we can get in contact with you. I will appreciate you sharing that with us because we will be distributing this broadcast to our network. Okay, and I wasn't sure if I had gotten disconnected from everybody, uh, but I had mentioned um, that we have a uh, an elaborate exhibit area at the conference, and we would love to have black businesses from Chicago to participate um, so that we would be able to Buy black. We do that very consistently during that week, and we like to showcase the the businesses, the local black businesses in the areas where we bring our conference. So if there's anybody who's interested in, uh, in doing that, they can get information about the conference and about vending by going to 
our website, www.nabsw.org. And you can also get a sense wonderful, of what it is wonderful. we're about as an organization and get in, in touch with uh, either Walter or myself through that through that means. Yes. And we, and and Walter, we also do you have welcome... some final remarks? Yes, I do. Um, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak about not only um, our organization, but to share about the profession of being a black social worker. And I just also wanted to say that if you, if if anyone in the listening audience, you know, would like to further, you know, um, contribute and, and, and support our endeavors as an organization, definitely you can go to our website at www.nabsw.org to find out more information how that you can you can um make um those those donations and and your contributions. Uh we, we definitely will love it. We appreciate both of you being here and I really would love to uh take some time again to speak with you and get into some more things uh about what it is that you do and maybe some of the things that Walter and I talked about prior to the show because I had some questions and that's how we got engaging in into this. So I would really love to do that again and maybe invite you back to a longer show which is Chicago Street Journal. Chicago Street Journal is on the air Monday nights, seven PM now, we also have a new show coming up, which is Giving Chicago Ex-Offenders a Fresh Start with host Charles Hardwick and Antoine Day. So stay tuned for their launch date. You're going to yeah. find them on Chicago's Black Business Network on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. That is going to be a very important launch for us, some quality. Uh, these people have been in this field for over 25 years, so we got, I'm very excited about adding them. So thank wow. you, Ms. Oliver, and thank you, Mr. Higgs, for being Thank with you. us. And we're going Thank to do this you. again. We're going to do this yes. again, okay? And yes. we will be sending this out to our network today, okay? All okay. right. Thank, Thank you, you, you so us. much. There we go. Thank you. No problem. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black. We are reaching out into the business. Community, if you want to join us for this journey, simply give me a call at 773 773- 2226. Thank you for joining us through. It was a great show. Through the technical difficulties, hey, it's radio, it happens. And we look forward to having you back with us again on Chicago's Black Business Network. Have a great day, everyone. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.